Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You heard Eamon a few moments ago. He mentioned the story about Dublin's O'Connell Street, one of our countries, one of our capitals, main streets in Dublin city centre. And it's been branded as a full of crime, druggies and takeaways by a government, by a Fine Gael TD. Paul Kyo says he's also ashamed to bring tourists to Dublin's O'Connell Street. Paul is with us on the line today. Paul, are you really ashamed of O'Connell Street? Uh, good afternoon, Andrea, and thank you for having me on. Uh, yes, I am, absolutely, and uh, stand over my doll contribution yesterday. Uh, and anybody who looked at the primetime programme last night, I think, if they're not aware of it already, they might be shocked after seeing some of the footage that was uh, shown. Uh, O'Connell Street now was seen as a dive. And um, uh, what I said yesterday, that it is full of druggies, criminals, uh, people who have racked up um, 70, 80, 90 suspended sentences that are allowed to walk freely, uh, that are causing antisocial behaviour, uh, the drug, drug addiction, the availability of drugs um, is absolutely staggering uh, on O'Connell Street. Uh, I do believe that the softly, softly approach to date has not worked and I do believe now that the government uh, and the department and on Garda Corner uh, have to uh, grab this by the scruff of the neck and take serious action or else we will lose it or else what you will see is what someone Garda Corner tell me what uh, one businessman told me on O'Connell Street is it will be going over O'Connell Bridge it is already and right up onto Grafton Street. Uh, Grafton Street is a, a shopping street where a lot of tourists go they do not go down O'Connell Street. People, ordinary people, ordinary decent people, uh, I was um, given evidence last night, are afraid to go onto O'Connell Street. These are people who, uh, elderly people, are afraid to go on to the main capital street, uh, a street that millions of euros have has been spent on over many years, mm. the spire, uh, redecoration, red, uh, um, and everything like that. And it, it is absolutely unbelievable to see what is happening in front of our own naked eyes uh, today. Okay. But uh, Paul, and I know I've been criticised yeah. um, for 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 um, some of the language that I use, but I stand over it absolutely. Do you not 100%. think the language you're using though stigmatises people, maybe people with addiction issues? Is it helpful I this it, language, like? I realise that this isn't the trendy uh, and apparently the PC brigade don't approve of of my language, but I'm more interested in the victims uh, of drug-related crime uh, that uh, are making ordinary working people's lives an absolute misery. Uh, I absolutely see uh, people who behave like aggressive terriers uh, on O'Connell Street uh, on a daily basis. Uh, like I, I, I don't believe I don't believe most listeners won't be shocked by this. Maybe some of the PC brigade uh, will be shocked by it. But I've seen it. I've went down it. Uh, I uh, and the first um, uh, the first I, I was uh, in the Dublin Bay South by election, and an elderly man at seventy years of age, not elderly, seventy years of age, retired, and he told me he would not go on O'Connell Street uh, after four p.m. in the afternoon. And I said, why? I was quite taken back. And he told me I would be afraid. Uh, and after that, he made that uh, comment to me. I went down there myself and I seen, because it's on the street I'd be on regularly, but I have, I'm on it more regularly now because I go down to see exactly what is going on down there. I've spoken to one guard, Shea Connor, down there. 
Uh, and you see one Gardaí uh, member of Angarda Shikana standing outside of uh, the GPO uh, and to see what's happening. He knows, he or she knows exactly what is happening. We've seen the video footage of it last night uh, uh, on, on primetime where the camera crew and the presenter was openly offered drugs uh, and okay. this is our but main Paul, capital Paul, street. Paul, can I, can I, like, people are listening to you today talking about this situation. You are a TD. You're a government TD. In actual fact, the Minister for Justice is one of your own party colleagues. So, like, if there's anybody going to be in a position to do anything about this over the last number of years and decades, there's nobody better placed than you and your own colleagues. Uh, absolutely. I agree with you. And I've raised this uh, with the minister and I've raised it at my own party. But let me say this is a- an issue that hasn't just happened in the last year or two. This is going on for a long, long number of, of years. And I think we have to be very careful, Andrea, to separate what is happening with the with I call druggies on O'Connell Street, people with 60, 70, 80 suspended, suspended sentences to the, to the person who is trying to cope with drug addiction. They are totally different. These people are like aggressive terriers, as I said, on O'Connell Street, who are making ordinary, okay. decent people's lives an absolute yeah. misery. But, but when people with talk, I know, but, but Paul, just for a moment, like people listening to this today, and I want to hear, it's listeners I want to hear from today. I mean, like, do you agree with Paul? Is it as bad? Is, 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 is the picture that Paul has painted here today, is that the reality of what you witness yourself? Let us know on 53106. But the other point that's going to be made here, and I've no doubt the messages are going to come in about enforcement and about the Gardaí and the number of Gardaí out and about, you know, uh, around the O'Connell Street area and under that that particular district. But like, again, I've just mentioned the Justice Minister is your own colleague. Uh, absolutely. And I, 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 I look, I've absolutely no issue with you raising that with me whatsoever. Uh, the Minister appeared last night on um, on um, uh, prime time. I think this is a whole uh, a government approach. I think Dublin City Council, the CEO there, and Garda Sheikhan, the Department of Justice, the Minister, I think there should be some sort of task force should be set up. Maybe there is many task force there that I'm not aware of. Sure, the, a task force? Should, be something should set forget up, about it. That, sure, that's a nonsense. A task force. That's the answer to everything. Well, like, well, no, there's I a very simple well, solution. Task, there was a guard at the station due to be there, Paul. There was due to be uh, a guard at the station opened and certainly to the best of my knowledge it hasn't been opened. It's not likely to be open either this year. It's going to be well into next year, I believe, before it was open. But was that not the promise? Well, let me let me say yeah, absolutely, but that is uh, a matter for uh, uh, the Garda Commissioner. Uh, uh, Fine Gael don't tell the Garda... Well, I won't say... That I don't tell the Garda Commissioner what, what to do. Fine Gael don't control no, Dublin City Council. No, but the funding allocation provided... Fine Gael, Fine Gael don't moment. hand out uh, the suspended sentences. OK, let, let, me bring in, let me bring in some other voices too, if you don't mind, Paul. Stay with us on this, though. Um, well, Gary Gannon, actually. Gary's a Social Democrat TD, but for the Dublin Central area... Um, is this like, well, is, is Paul Q's presentation of O'Connell Street today accurate, Gary, in your opinion? I mean, I can talk about the hypocrisy of Paul Q, or I can talk about kind of the complex nature, nature of the issues on O'Connell Street. And is his presentation of O'Connell Street accurate? I think, he's, I think there's phraseology I use in relation to people suffering addiction is absolutely horrific. If you referred to the documentary last night, there were two different issues. One, there was the violent crime on O'Connell Street, and you see people fighting. That's the job of the Gardaí to remove that and to hold those people accountable. That should happen. The fact that it isn't the responsibility of the Gardaí force and then the Justice Minister who's in policy of party won't. That's what them waffles in a day. But then there's another far more complex issue, and that's the nature of drug addiction, not only in the city, but throughout the whole country. So if you move those people on who are suffering from drug addiction down there, who are down lanes, and they don't want to be down lanes anymore, 
it's kind of, this happens on a cycle every year. So you'll move the people from the lanes into the residential communities around Dublin Central. And then the residential communities will rightfully pick up and ask for police, and police involvement there. And then it just gets moved around in a whole circle. That's been happening for 40 years since drug addiction first penetrated into this country. So if you look at the definition of insanity, it's done the same thing over again and expect different results. What we actually need is a health-based approach to addiction. We don't need that sort of naive comments that Paul just brought out there in terms of what you refer to drug addiction, people suffering drug addiction as we need a health-based solution for those people down those lanes. We need to provide them accountability. Counseling. We need to provide them with safe injection facilities. We have called for safe injection facilities in this country, but on board and all it's torn it down. So, and we need um, recovery beds where people can go and get treatment. On the, and that's, he doesn't only have the justice minister in Paul's party, he also has the drugs minister. We don't have supervised recovery beds in this country, enough of them. Mm. Okay, but I'm, I'm just, Gary, I just want to, I suppose, get, get a sense of O'Connell Street because, I mean, I, I will say this, though. I mean, there's absolutely this text coming in today from people um, who are li- living in various different parts of the country. They come to Dublin and this listener here says, I will always avoid uh, O'Connell Street. I think that Paul is, is absolutely right just in terms of feeling but, safe on the street. Andrea, take, take Paul's constituency, for example. A couple of weeks ago at a GAA match, a referee was violently assaulted in Wexford. Does that mean that I say now I'm going to avoid Wexford or GAA matches in Wexford? It doesn't. I take the issue and I say, OK, we need to get in front of that. Paul actually was jumping up and down there trying to get media headlines. He's a former minister in governments that have allowed these situations to evolve. So I will say to you now, as a TD for Dublin Central, as somebody who's represented that area for over 10 years, firstly, yeah, absolutely, we need a better form of policing on a common street. If that means opening the police station that was talked about by the minister, so be it. But in terms of solving the drug problem, that's far more complex and it requires a radical change of approach, not from a policing solution, from a health-based solution, because those people down those lanes are just going to be moved off to other lanes, other lanes until they're back on our country. That happens consistently. So yes, we can absolutely understand the call to improve our country. It's not going to be done by um, Dublin City Council because effectively we don't have the power to do it. There is a complex nature to the problem. It requires okay. well, let's... health, culture, it requires the cross-departmental. So I yeah. do agree with Paul's call to have a T-shirt task force on that because that is the, the nature of the, the problems on a common street. There are a multitude of them. So let's get in front of it, definitely. But just actually picking out people and actually insulting, referring them to, in derogatory terms, that's not going to get us anywhere. Do you regret that language, Paul? Uh, absolutely not. I stand over it absolutely 100%. Uh, I genuinely could not come on your programme and defend people who have 60, 70 and 80 suspended sentences. The, the Garda Commissioner uh, has more Garda than ever in the history of the state. And I do believe that he needs to put more uh, feet on the ground, boots on the ground on O'Connell Street if this is going to be uh, solved. And we need to take this by the scruff of the neck. We have to stop this PC language. We have to call it out for what it is. And like I speak to many people who wouldn't even dream of going near O'Connell Street because they are literally afraid. And I'm not talking about people over 70, 80 years of age. I'm talking about people 30, 40, 50 years of age who are well able to defend themselves but are fear for themselves, their families, who wouldn't even think of going anywhere near O'Connell Street. And I think that is a shame. Absolute okay, shame. Gary. I think it's a shame for the members of Dublin City Council Gary who are in control of that. I think it's, it's a shame for... for, for, like, for, really for, for like Paul could be speaking at any time. He could be speaking at any time from decades back. We're really still here. We reduce complex addiction needs which stems from trauma, which stems from... The reason why somebody would get down that lane, put crack cocaine in their body, is not an issue of police and our justice. That's not going to solve that. Does Paul accept that? 
that those people no, I don't accept that. If you, if you have, and not just simply there because they want to break the law, are you actually that much of a fool in this day and age? Do you not actually no, think I, the problems are far more complex and actually require a more holistic approach? Do you really, yeah. as a former minister, a member of government for over eleven years, think that we can reduce a person's dependency to a matter of crime and then it'll be solved with that? Because we've had a war on drugs in the West for over 40 years, Paul, and it's solved nothing. People like you advocating the type of positions that we have, all we do is spend money and get us nowhere. Okay, let, let's now, just, let Paul, let's just let Paul respond there, Gary. Just a fair approach. Gary, I'm not sure how you can defend that because you're talking some of these people uh, who I refer to have 60, 70, 80 suspended sentences. Know. Not alone have, not alone, Gary, not alone have, they haven't learned their lesson once, but 60, 70, 80 repeat suspended sentences. Does that not tell, a, a, say, a very clear message for the type of people uh, that, that we are dealing with? People who oh, uh, don't want to learn their lesson. Lane, and I have no doubt, I have lane. absolutely no doubt uh, that... Well, you know the, 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 the drug addiction centres are doing an absolutely fantastic job but these people do not some people okay. just don't want okay. to help and uh, I really believe that we have all of these people with a, a maximum of 60, 70, 80 suspended sentences uh, on the streets in Dublin there is something wrong there we have to get hard well, you don't we know have how to many Paul to be honest issue. you don't know how many you know so, or if anyone has suspended sentences or how many of them they actually have uh, 53106 is the number if you want to join us here today on the programme Aoife is with us as well though um, Aoife, you're listening to the conversation. You've been listening to, to Paul Kyo and to Gary Gannon. Um, mm-hmm. Just in, like in your opinion, when you head down O'Connell Street, one of our, our country's main streets, one of the, the main key areas in the capital city, do you feel it lets us down? Yeah, well, I mean, I think town as a whole lets, the, let, lets us down because we have issues in Temple Bar of underage drinking as well. Um, I was in town a couple of months ago with my husband and my sister-in-law going to see a show and there was crowds of teenagers. Um, I know that the, the issue at hand that the two other um, people on the line are saying is about uh, drug addictions. And to be honest, it's nothing about PC language. It's about the fact that these are people at the end of the day. And although I do understand that, you know, that they have criminal convictions which is a completely different like that's, well, that's, that's the justice system yeah well, not no you don't know do, that but, like, but yeah but I, I take your point though look there's a whole there's a whole list of, of look, there's, a, there's a, a range I suppose as Gary said there, there can be you know a range of different complex issues um, it, it's yeah, not just it's not just people though no exactly and and it's not just uh, people maybe living with, with addiction there are other issues as well I mean like even just on a more yeah. simplistic level there's people texting in today just talking about the general appearance of Dublin's O'Connell Street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I, I remember being on the show previously about the state of O'Connell Street. I was actually in town on Saturday. Um, and it, uh, to be honest, I didn't really notice it being, you know, much better or much worse. It seemed the same. But there was a sense of, you know, feeling of unsafe, unsafetyness, you know, that way. But obviously people are going to, there's a lot of complex issues or whatever. There's a guard van on, O'Connell Street across from the GPO that's in the centre and mm. there's never anybody in it. There's no police and of course people are going to do these things if they're going to be getting away with it. This is this has been an issue for years and it's 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 great to go on and, and say these, this, that and the other and use uh, quote unquote the term druggies and come on here but what are the government actually doing about it? 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's not fair just, to ju- say ju- that just, and then not do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, no, no. And, and just out of curiosity, Aoife, would you like to see, I mean, often what you see in other, we'll say, capital, uh, in other European cities, and you go to the um, the capital city or you go to one of the main streets, you know, the, the O'Connell Street equivalent of anywhere else in Europe. And often mm. what you see will be, I, I suppose, something akin to kind of nearly like the public order unit. You know, high visibility, Gardaí or police uh, out and about on the street. And it's interesting because a lot of the text today talking about not enough guards on the street. And I know they launched this Operation Citizen. I actually went out and about with some of the guards on that uh, this time last year to see what the policing effort was like. But I know if the Garda Commissioner turned around today and said, right, everyone's complaining about O'Connell Street. We're going to put 10 public order unit members there. 20, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year. I can guarantee you it would be here on the show talking to people complaining about the heavy guard the presence on the streets. And I'm just curious, do you, like, is, is that something that you would like to see on the street? Would it make you feel in any way safer? Well, I suppose it's it just the guard of present is the tip of the iceberg of what the issue needs to be addressed. You know what I mean? Um, you can have a heavier guard of present, but at the same time, if they only have so much power to do things and if Again, as as other if if the people do have convictions, sixty, seventy convictions, which you don't know the individual's you know case or anything like that, that's 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 the part of the justice system and how that's run. Do you know that way? But a heavier guard of presence, I don't think is going to make that much of a okay. difference. Okay. to be honest, Kerry Kerry's on the line is. Uh, no, we're actually we're going to come back to Kerry though um, in a few moments' time because we've actually we've had a lot of reaction uh, to this. A lot of people want to get in touch; they want to share their thoughts. What I'm asking today is, well, how bad is O'Connell Street? I mean, is it as bad as the, the picture that Paul Kyo has presented with us today? And what do you think needs to be done to? I don't want to say fix it, but certainly to try and improve it. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch. This texter says, I haven't walked down O'Connell Street for over 12 years purely for my own safety. Paul is dead right, but putting his case in reverse, it's the safest of law-abiding citizens who I actually think the government should be focused on. Uh, Keep the messages coming in to us. We will come back to this very shortly. Um, Aoife, thank you for getting in touch with us here today. Also, uh, Fine Gael TD, Paul Kyo, Gary Gannon as well, Social Democrats. Thanks a million to you both for joining us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. A little earlier here in the programme today, we were talking about, um, well, we were talking to Fine Gael TD Paul Kyo, and he told us here in Lunchtime Live that he stands over his comments uh, that he made in the doll yesterday, uh, in which he said that O'Connell Street in Dublin, he said it was full of druggies. Um, he's been accused today, though, of stigmatising people with addiction issues, you know. Um, but anyway, aside from that, we've been asking you, what's your view on this? And do you think that, have we done enough to try and resolve issues on Dublin's O'Connell Street by comparison to other EU countries? How does one of our capital city's main streets compare? And do you feel safe? walking down O'Connell Street, or is this all a total over-exaggeration? 53106 is the text line number. This listener, for instance, says, "Um, I'm very annoyed with your speaker's attitudes towards people living with addictions on the streets of Dublin. Uh, They're they're there, but for no grace of God, um, anybody wants to be in the position. We need to now target how people actually have issues with addiction and why aren't we doing enough to help it? 
Um, it's so evident on the streets of Dublin and right across the country, according to Emer. This listener has got in touch on Twitter uh, to say that I haven't been down O'Connell Street in 12 years. Don't see myself walking down it anytime soon either. Uh, Noel Kelly is um, from McDowell's Jewellers on O'Connell Street. Noel, I suppose the question that I want to ask you and somebody that's in business on the street that we're talking about today, do you think we need a new vision for O'Connell Street or how do we imagine that? Afternoon, uh, Andrea. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, the danger we, we get uh, by um, some of the, the, the um, stuff that, that Paul brought up, and I do agree with Paul and so much what he says, but the danger we fall into is uh, having a, a drug addiction um, argument um, and the problems that uh, drug addictions in, in Dublin and Ireland and the world. Um, this isn't the only problem that exists on O'Connell Street. It, it, there are a myriad of problems and, and uh, gang problems, um, antisocial problems. Um, there, There is life's issues are seen to descend on O'Connell Street and the, the the problem and I heard one or two um, comments earlier on that you know the, the, the policing of the street is, is not sufficient and there were other arguments mm-hmm. saying that the police won't change the issue um, the, the, the lack of policing on the street is the immediate problem with O'Connell Street and if you don't have a police presence on the street whatever will happen whatever wants to happen will happen and antisocial behaviour just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Until we get a bigger police presence on the street, that will not be controlled. The fact that we'll move people off to different streets of Dublin, um, that's then an, an, another issue that mm. we have to look at. That's the bigger scheme from, from a, a policing issue. But as it is, I sit in a street at this particular moment and I can look up and down the street and there isn't one guard on the street. That is a daily occurrence. Okay. Uh, we've We've spoken to the guards on, on a couple of occasions and this and, and the, the guards that do come onto the street great people and they've done a great job when they mm-hmm. do come on but they're, they're managed in a way that O'Connell Street leave O'Connell Street the issues are elsewhere um, I'm interested because the, uh, Helen McEntee the Justice Minister said that um, you, you know the, the special operation that they rolled out last year the Operation Citizen and the idea there was to have um, you know rank and file Garthi boots uniformed police on the ground, day in, day out, as part of this sort of, uh, well, a presence kind of an operation. And I actually went out and about with them uh, for an evening to kind of get a sense of it myself. They're going to relaunch that. But is that enough, though, Noel, like in in your view? The the, the answer to the biggest problem, um, or the bigger problem in O'Connell Street, will require a, a lot of different groups to come together and, and some of the points made here earlier on about uh, drug addiction and, and, and helping on that end of it that's a much bigger issue that will have to be resolved from from a governmental point of view and, and a social change but purely from a Collins Street point of view the, the lack of guards is, is very clear we do have a mobile unit that comes on the street that's every right. now and again yeah. and when that comes on the street the difference that mobile unit makes is massive and mm. one of your, your callers earlier on said well there's never anybody in it that alone on the street makes a massive difference yeah 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 the gangs the gangs disappear they just disappear so Can that and they don't even need any bodies for that just suddenly 50 or 60 groups of gangs that are sitting drinking and i mean alcohol is a major issue as well it's not just drugs so they tend to just move off no 
What's it like being in business on O'Connell Street in Dublin? Just moving beyond the the, the issues and, and, and this was the wider issues, you know, that we've, we've, we've touched on and we've highlighted here today in the programme. But just as a business person, you know, you come in at whatever, half eight or nine in the morning and you pull up the shutters. What's it like doing business? Look, <laughs> O'Connell Street is one of the most magnificent streets we have in Ireland and, and, and even in Europe. It's a beautiful street. Walk down O'Connell Street, look up, the architecture on the street is absolutely magnificent. Most of us just walk with our heads down. We don't see these things uh, or else we see the, the trouble right in front of us at, at eye level. Look up. It's a magnificent street. It has fantastic characters. We have characters that come to us on a regular basis here for years. They're just lovely, lovely people. So it's very easy to stay in the negative and forget the positive. But we want to retain all that pos- positivity and, and the good people that come onto the street, we, we, we want to retain those and, and they will stay if something is done. But bit by bit, those people will die away if we don't do something. I will say since the end of COVID, uh, the situation has got worse. Has got worse. Okay, mm. okay. Uh, Brian is with us as well, Noel. Um, Brian, what sort of a vision would you like to see for O'Connell Street? I suppose for me, Andrea, I think it's reinventing how the policing is done on the streets, not just for O'Connell Street, it's alongside the boardwalk as well. I think there is a police presence there on a Friday, Saturday evening. Come Sunday to Thursday, it drops off. Obviously, that's from resources. That's there. Um, I don't believe O'Connell Street is safe to walk down at night time for young people on their own or elderly people, and same for the boardwalk. Like for my example, my son has come around from work. He works in hospitality on the 27th of September. He's chased by a group of lads, being up, robbed, all his, all of his equipment taken away and that's at half one in the morning so where is the police at that stage there's none on the roads we went to Pierce Street Guard Station and put a report in we were told very much so there's nothing you can do and that's for me where my concern is, is mm. where is the police present on the Sunday to Thursday in the evening time was your son okay Brian? he's shaken up from of course it, he was yeah. so to where we um, I think he's a little bit surprised because they're young lads when I say young, probably about 15, 16 years of age, and he'd be in his 20s, so if, it's, if he's on his own or one person, I'm sure he would have been fine, but it's with a group of lads. And, and you see it quite often on a country, in particular in the evening time, like from 9 o'clock onwards along the boardwalk into country, you see the group of lads, you'll see people with hoods up and masks on their face. They're not there for social reasons, they're not out shopping, they're there for antisocial behaviour. But and even for the drug usage, like we're opening up a business on Middle Abbey Street there now at the moment, and we're based up in Norman Key. I do believe with the previous calls, what they're talking about with drug use and antisocial behaviour, there is a difference. Drug use for people with addiction is quite evident around Norman Key and up the upper part of the city centre on the north side. They're not the people that are out robbing people or beating people up. It's the antisocial that that be out on the, the corridors, including girls as well, that are involved in this kind of behaviour. I'm sure that incident, just to, 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 to talk or I suppose or to touch on the incident that happened to your son, Brian, I'm sure that has a really, that has a lasting effect. Like when he's going home after work, you know, in the evening and at night, like I'm sure. Yeah. Well, for that, and that's what Andre, of course it does. But for a lot of people working in hospitality that work in bars or hotels, that finish work at half 11, half 12 at night time, a lot of them won't be getting taxis home to get the bus home. So a lot of them have to walk into the, the area where it's at night time, they're on their own, or it might be like a young girl that's 19, 20, working as a waiter in a restaurant or in a hotel in a bar. She's walking home to get a bus home. 
And like these are areas that should be identified by the police. They're the main commuting areas. So if you look at where the bus stations are outside of Connell Street, this is where it should be placed at these hours of the night. Like for our business at the moment, what we're looking at doing when we recruit staff, we're looking to kind of get people from the same areas that are on the same shifts and then we'll supply taxis to a certain degree. But that's a cost that comes with the business. Mm. It shouldn't necessarily be there because antisocial behaviour no. isn't being but, it, but, it, but, it, but it's interesting, Brian, though, because like if that's something that you as a business person have to have in your back, in the back of your mind. Like it just shows you, I suppose, and maybe something we haven't th- thought of previously, but it shows you the impact that antisocial behaviour, yeah. you know, the, 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 the cost of it on you as a business person. But there is a cost to it. Absolutely, even for security at night time, what we have to look at in particular on the weekends, security has to go on to the premise, onto air premises for a business that shouldn't really have to have security on it. But if, if you walk across the street and walk around Lippy Street and the boardwalk at night time, on a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday night at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, you'll see what's down the, the streets. And it's not safe. And there's not a presence there. The, 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 we were talking last night in prime time about having a police station on the country and it's looking to be a police office. It needs to be a police station. It needs to be manned 24-7. And there has to be a higher presence on the streets. We have tourists coming into Dublin city centre, walking the streets, coming back at late at night time. It's not something that you want your guests or international travellers be bumping into people with antisocial behaviour. Well, it's funny It's funny you say that, Brian, because I just put the question to another caller a little bit earlier when we were having this discussion and I just made the point, you know, would, would you like to see members of maybe six or seven public order units members just walking around up and down, not talking about armed Gardaí, but just that sort of that kind of visible presence on the street. And sure, everybody's given out to me now in the text line about it. Shouldn't be suggesting that. But it makes you, if you go to any other international city in Europe, there'll always be police on the main streets. There's always a presence there, and it makes people feel safe. In terms of public transport, you go to Germany, you go onto the, the tubes or the trains, you have their own police there. It, it makes people feel safe. You come into Dublin city centre and take it away from a Friday, Saturday night, and it's Sunday to Thursday, we have very little presence on the streets. Yeah, you can't you can't win by all accounts. This texture here says I was a guard in the city centre for five years. Criminals are being arrested and charged four or five times a week, given bail then from the station. They're not been brought to court following repeated breaches of bail. There's no targeted effort to remove repeat offenders from the street. It's a lack of guidance from guard the management and a complete lack of competence from the guardee. Most guards don't even check if the person they've arrested is on bail before releasing them back onto the street, with a high possibility that they will be arrested again before their court date. That comes in from a guard. Uh, Dublin is awful, guys, according to Paul and Formoy. Um, I actually used to enjoy going up there for a trip, but now that's not the case anymore. I was there for a visit during the summer, reluctantly, with my family for a day trip, and it's just not a nice place to be. The smell of urine when you get off the Lewis was, the, was our very first impression of Dublin City Centre when we got there. And during the pandemic, the hotels were mainly empty because none, none of the Irish uh, wanted to go there um, because we actually all know what Dublin is really like. Keep your experiences coming into us. 53106 is the number. Noel and Brian, thanks to you both for getting in touch with us here on the programme. Uh, we're just asking today, how do you think, well, what sort of vision would you like to see for Dublin's O'Connell Street? We're also going to hear one man's, well, his surrogacy hell. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.